Hey guys, welcome to Because I Said So, the podcast where we discuss age and how it affects how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive others, and the conversations that we have because of it. Thank you for listening, and please leave a review to support the podcast. Thank you. We have a very special guest today. She is one of my closest friends. Her name is Treasure. Do you want to introduce yourself? Okay, so hi guys. Um, my name is Treasure Eccles. I'm a senior at Hume Fog. Um, I'm a Christian and a musician. And yeah. Yeah, and Treasure is one of those people who has just such a unique and loving outlook on life. And obviously, right now, like she mentioned, she is a senior. And so I think. One of the most pertinent things right now is obviously just how everybody is dealing with things. And so kind of going back to junior year, when all of this started to happen, what were your initial like thoughts? Did you think it was going to carry over? Just how did you kind of deal with things? Um, Yeah, so like in the beginning of, you know, Corona, like January, I like actually researched stuff because I was like, what is happening? Um, you know, and so I watched a few like documentaries and not going to lie, they discouraged me a lot back then just because I was letting a lot of fear into my life. Um, but then later on, you know, we had to get used to things and like, you know, masks and all that. And so eventually I just like started praying about stuff. But like as a junior, like and like um, I remember because prom got canceled and I was like, oh, well, we can just reschedule it to like May. But we didn't know that it would like keep going. Um, and so when May got canceled, I was like, hmm, maybe this is actually a thing. Like, yeah. maybe it's not going to end, um, which was crazy. And so when our senior year was online, of course, like, a lot of us were, like, sad and stuff. And, like, it is weird. It's not that bad, though, as bad as some people make it to be. But I definitely didn't think it was going to last as long. Like, I thought, like, it would, like, go away. But, yeah, clearly it hasn't, so. Yeah, I remember being um, in one of my classes and, our teacher was like, if we come back from spring break, and we were like, what do you mean if we come back? We're like, (laughs) are you kidding? Yeah, and I I think that for us, I I was a sophomore, and so I feel like junior and senior year, it's a little bit more, there's a feeling of like urgency to things, Um, Mm -hmm. and especially for you as a very like social and outgoing person, how did you deal with kind of that um, transition into a more like quarantined, isolated lifestyle and not feeling lonely? Yeah, so I think one of the most important things is, like, communication, of course. So always, like, texting your friends. My mom always tells my sister and I um, to reach out to our friends a lot because, you know, there's – it's very mental being alone all the time. And so you have to kind of, you know, reach out yourself and kind of get yourself out there. I also got Instagram back after a very long time. I'm not (laughs) having it. Um, Just, like, because, you know, connections and socially – and I, and I actually think, okay, social media has, like, negative connotations, of course, but there's a lot of positive things. Like, I've um, chatted with, like, a few of my friends from, like, elementary school or, like, back when I was at Meg's, and it's crazy because it's, like, we kind of just pick back up from where we left off, and what's amazing about um, COVID, in a sense, and quarantine is that everyone is dealing with this. No one is, like, out there and not having been affected by it, and so we can all relate to that. And that's like a good conversation starter. So I like, 
it's really easy to just say, hey, like, how are you doing during all of this? So I just like contact a bunch of people and text people, FaceTime, because I like calling more these days just to hear people's voices and see them. So. Yeah, and I know you and I have done a lot of that um, thing on like iMessage of you and iPhone of like the voice kind of memo thing. And I think that that is yes. so true. Just being able to hear people's voices is so important right now. And I think that I mean, like you said, reaching out to people, like such a good conversation started just kind of just being like, hey, like, how are you right now? But I think for a lot of people, it can be a little bit scary to initiate that conversation, especially with someone that maybe you haven't spoken to in a long time. So how did you kind of get the courage mm -hmm. to do that? I mean, I think it depends just because I'm pretty extroverted. Yeah. So for me, <laughs> I just do it. Um, but for other people, I would just say like, YOLO, like that's one of my phrases. I mean, not mine, but you know, I like to use it a lot just because you really only have one life to live. So you might as well just send that text and be like, hi, because the worst thing they can do is just not reply to you. And usually people want to talk, at least especially during these times, they want to get to um, be close with other people, especially people they haven't talked to in a while. So I think just like just going for it and it's pretty simple and like it's not that deep like you can just be like hi and if you're shy or I think at least if you say hi and the, the other person can help initiate and keep the conversation going and you don't have to do all of the effort you know yeah and I feel like it keep in mind that like it's not always just like about you not in, like the sense that like Mm -hmm. if you're like shy or selfish that's not what I mean at all but in the sense that like I don't think that um someone's going to perceive you as like weird or awkward right, for, like starting yeah. the conversation like they're probably going to be more worried about what they're saying they're going to be like do I appear awkward do I right. seem like it's always kind of more you're your harshest critic you know so I yeah, definitely agree true, with that true. but I know for me it was kind of scary to sometimes like send the first text or it's it's easy to kind of just let yourself wallow in like the loneliness and so mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever kind of felt that way just like where you kind of got stuck in that a little bit of like a negative mindset but if so how did you kind of collect your thoughts and get out of that um so I had that not more so this year but a few years ago where I went through like a tough time and I was definitely isolated and I didn't realize it and that's what really sucks is when you don't know that you are because I mean everyone knows like the phrasing like you're in a room full of people and you still feel alone. And yeah. so I feel like that's what I experienced. Yeah. So I think it's important almost to like not ignore your feelings or emotions because those are important. You need to validate them. But you also need to recognize that this is just one moment in your life. And I know that it's like hard, but you got to like step out of it for a second to make sure you're surrounded by good people, to make sure you're eating well, to make sure you're like sleeping, like these aspects of your life, because that makes a big difference. And it's, and so like to get out of that, I mean, I like discovered new friends and like um, started putting more effort into things, started reflecting on myself as well. So I think looking inwards and also having a support system is so important. That's why you gotta like reach out, but also yeah. people, because like people can't read your mind. So you gotta like at least show something because it's really hard for people to like know, um, especially if you're like, if they're new to your being your friend group or stuff. So I think that's important, but also just like, I'm a Christian. So my faith definitely helped just praying and like talking to God um, a lot more and just getting closer in my faith because I mean, he's never going away. So I'm never technically alone. Yeah. So just like praying for like, 
strengthening relationships and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I similarly, I had a period of isolation. Um, and I think that we all tend to go through that or some of us do, I guess, at least around like this kind of time in our lives where maybe you're switching Mm -hmm. schools or maybe your friend groups are just shifting. Um, and I do know that community, like right now, when you're like a teenager, at least for us is huge. It's so huge. And one thing is, it's also so abundantly available because uh, like adults don't go to school. Like they're not surrounded by like a bunch of other adults in the same way that we are. Like, yes, they have work, but I think, you know, school, school's different in the sense that you do have like this abundance of community and abundance of people and so many opportunities to get out and about. Uh, I mean, obviously like not as much right now, but I think that right now still taking advantage of the opportunities that you can, whether that be like clubs or certain sports or whatever is like safe. Um, Because I, I think that it's like you said, like having a foundation of support is so, so key and I know for me to get that, I, I had to reach out to somebody who is now my best friend. And I had to be like, hey, I feel really isolated and I feel really alone. Like, can you just like help me? Like, I don't know how right, to yeah. like fix this feeling. And so I think that that was really huge for me. And how did how did you go about finding people that you really connected with and not just necessarily finding like people that would accept you but people that you really felt like were the right friends for you and that like shared your values and really uplifted you yeah so I mean I'm kind of a late bloomer in my opinion for this because I turned 18 in October and so it's taken me almost until my adulthood to find um, the right friends and I think that's fine though just because you know quantity over quality you know and it takes time to get um, quality but um, I don't know. I just, it was kind of natural because I, I, especially in high school, we all change, you know, uh, from middle school, at least most of us do. (laughs) And a lot of us, you know, we just grow up and mature and we start having different interests and stuff. And I think interests are really interesting um, because Mm -hmm. like when they change, um, when they change, then your friends usually change because you guys don't like listen to the same thing or you don't like the same artists and same with like beliefs, especially at like our school. I feel like you are very outspoken about what they believe in. And so you can always know, like, you know, you always know who thinks what. And so for me, it was just, I took like after sophomore year or during sophomore year, I was actually pretty alone for a good amount of that time. And so during that, I was like building myself up and discovering who I was. And then junior year, I was able to like kind of just find the right friends. And like, I don't really know how, I guess just texting and then like having the same classes as well makes a difference if you have the same class as someone. And so, and you get to know their friend group, et cetera. And usually friend groups have like the same like type of mindsets and values. And so that's just how I found mine, I guess. And I know that doesn't help much. It's just very natural. I feel like you can't force things. Sometimes you just have to wait. And I know waiting it like we're impatient as human beings. We are, but like, as long as like patience is key, unfortunately, we all want to rush and stuff. But I think even quarantine has showed us that we need to slow down a bit and like friendships develop over time. And and the and the end result is like really good so yeah no i totally agree and i think that actually one thing that you said that was key there like you're like oh don't force it but i think that the thing that you said 
that struck me most and that I experienced too, that is actually kind of like the key to finding good friendship is sometimes using that isolation, not as a burden, but as a gift to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Because I right, had the yeah. same experience there where I, I felt so alone, but at the same time, I also knew that I was having to rebuild myself, you know, and having to really mm-hmm. like, you can't, I always say this, like you can't um, pour out from like an empty pot. Like you have to kind of be fulfilled. Yeah, you have to be fulfilled and you have Mm -hmm. to know who you are to know what you want from someone else, I think. Um, Right, exactly. And so I I think that, yeah, like isolation doesn't always have to be viewed as a gift, but I think that there's a balance. Like even when you are trying to discover yourself, exposing yourself to new perspectives and new ideas and still like having a sense of community. But um, I also always talk about like different like circle levels of like how close you are to people. Like, if, even if mm-hmm. you don't um, necessarily, like, build up your inner bubble yet, still having people that are, like, acquaintances and, like, friends that you can hang out with, it doesn't yeah. mean that they have to be, like, your closest circle when you're still figuring things out. But right. I think that you said – and you also said that you were a late bloomer, and I was going to say I don't think you are because, you know, some people, oh. <laughs> it takes them their whole, like, a whole um, adolescence, like, all through college and all through grad school mm-hmm. and still maybe not finding – um, the people that they really, really click with. Cause I think that sometimes it's really easy to just build like superficial connections with people. True. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like you have to be able to be vulnerable. And I mean, again, like you said, like having that period of isolation, learning who you are, um, and kind of instilling a little bit of confidence and just knowing yourself allows you to be vulnerable mm-hmm. in those situations. And I think that that's really, really key. And so also kind of shifting into like that same idea of kind of community. And as you move into college, um, firstly, just tell us a little bit about like what your process is right now with oh. everything and figuring <laughs> out that, because I'm sure that that is so difficult in the current state of things. Yeah, um, <laughs> my process is non-existent. No, um, <laughs> it's getting there. Um, I think especially for me, so um, for you guys out there, I'm trying to major into music education. And so, of course, there's a whole different side where we have to audition because musicians. Um, So I have a little different process. Like I have to practice every day on the repertoire um, that I have to play for the auditions, Um, in addition to like theory, music theory and stuff. But like, well, recently I found out my ACT, well, okay, it wasn't canceled. Um, they just switched my like location, but I didn't know it, so I'm just not going to take it, actually. Um, I already have taken the ACT a few times, though, so it's fine, um, especially because the college is doing test optional, thankfully, and I'm hoping that becomes a permanent thing, because I don't think they need those tests, yeah. but we'll see what happens for you, like, the younger generations, but um, I've just been, honestly, like, I think your friends can be your motivation and also they can hurt you at the same time because everyone's always asking like so have you done this and this and this and then when you haven't done it you feel bad because they have so I think it's important Mm -hmm. to like during this process like not just because we're in isolation but also you actually have to focus on yourself because you're the only person that can do all the essays all the filling out the paper you're like the only person so I have to remind myself that because I get lazy but then I have to remember that if I don't get it done who's gonna get it done nobody no one's gonna get it done so I have to do it myself so I just like well my process like just finding 
like asking around a lot, especially for music, asking around a lot for like the schools, especially my like friends who are already in college or they just um, are freshmen this year, just asking them like questions, um, asking them like how they organize their whole like college setup. So I have a Google sheet and I have all my colleges on there and then I have a separate one for the deadlines. So I think that's really important to definitely have like an organized system um, where they're all at so that you can just see it full on. And just also taking it slow, but not too slow that you like, yeah. by the time it's like, you know, it depends on early action or whatever, like whatever you're doing, but not too slow to the point where you're doing stuff like procrastinating. Cause I know we all procrastinate, but I feel like, like this, we really shouldn't like, well, there's some things you just, you gotta do. You just have to do them. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they're just really difficult. And I know like, especially during this time, it is hard because we're not in school and it's not like counselors are telling us do this or like teachers are reminding us of dates or like my English class is different now as well. And usually we do a lot more college stuff. They're trying to implement it now, but the curriculum we're using doesn't actually have that. So they had to change it because none of it was about personal statements and stuff. So just taking all the resources you can, especially cause we have YouTube and like social media, you can literally contact like, yeah. a, I'm not saying like, do something weird, but, you know, contact someone like that goes to that college or just like, because the internet is such a good place in that aspect. And I just watched a, a bunch of YouTube videos um, of like people just doing the whole college process because they were older than me. So you get to watch those too. Like those are really good. And yeah, just like yeah. doing it. Like that's the, like the hardest part is starting. So yeah. And I, I liked what you said, like slow, but not too slow. Cause I think that it's the word that kind of sticks out to me um when you said that was like intentionality like do things Mm -hmm. with intention and do things um carefully and just like meaningfully because um I've heard this recently like a lot actually is if you do things um intentionally and carefully the first time you won't have to do it again and I think that that is that is so true and I I really agree Mm -hmm. with what you said about using um technology to your benefit and using your friends and your community again to your benefit and going into college are you at all worried about um because I know for me I when I think about this it makes me nervous like how you plan to build community in college and how do you plan to because you know it's like you're taken away from everything that you really have known um so how do you kind of plan on doing that like it doesn't give you anxiety and if so how do you deal with that um I think it kind of goes back to like I'm just such an outgoing person but there's there like that stops to an extent because I'm not going to go out there and just be like, hey, be my friend. Like, that's not what I'm going to do. But thankfully, like a quarantine has also shown kind of some I like I like watch a lot of college YouTubers, like the ones that are going to freshman year. And they showed how like they use, you know, Facebook groups because those are really nice like people talking on those even if it's like you're just saying hi at least you know a few people or like group me because I think group me now has a feature actually where you can put your like school name or whatever and like hmm, I didn't know that. With people that way yeah I know I think it's on there I don't know I think I'm pretty sure um but same thing about Instagram just people put their in their bio usually their college or like when they'll graduate so that's also a good way to do that um but for me I don't know I it, it also depends on if it's if we go back in person or not, because I'm not sure how that'll work, um, depending on this year. But if it's in person, I guess the regular stuff, just going to orientation, joining clubs, 
um, meeting people on social media. But if we're on like online, I think like the this might sound weird, but sometimes if I'm like in a new Zoom call, I look at people, their names and their last name, try to find them on Instagram and then like just talk to them because that's what I did. Yeah. So I did a um, uh, yeah. So I did an online um music program. And so I just did that and I like DM them and like talked about the music program because we're in it. And then you like, especially Instagram, I feel like has changed so much since when I knew it. It's like people actually comment on your photos. So like you can be like talking to them and then like talking about just random things, especially if you like the same music or whatever. So I guess just trying to find those people um, as best as you can. Cause I don't know, I think social media is, the, is one of the main ways to do so because without it yeah I mean, not like you, you don't need it but like you don't have the, those people's numbers yet um unless you have group me so it just like depends so no I totally agree I think that we have to really take advantage of like whatever we can and I mean like you said this is a good time to get out of your comfort zone when it comes to reaching out to mm-hmm. people because I think a lot of times like it can be scared to do that face to face I think that reaching yeah. out over technology makes it feel a lot easier most of the time, at least for me. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like what you were saying about the college things. Like it's always the scariest part is just starting and the scariest part is just like beginning yeah, to do it. And so I think that I, I totally agree. And I guess also um, one thing that I've really noticed with you is you just always seem so grounded and so positive. And so kind of what, what is, <laughs> you're welcome, but what, what do you feel like really grounds you and keeps you able to um, be so resilient throughout everything? Um, I think just, it goes back to my faith, I'm not saying you have to be a Christian to be positive, of course, not like you can, whoever you believe in, or if you don't believe it, it doesn't matter, just be you, of course. Um, but yeah, that's the main thing, just like having that, like, knowing that God is with me throughout everything, but also it always goes back to community. My friends now, Virginia included, are just amazing people. And they like, (laughs) and they uplift you so, so much instead of like making like, because even jokes can be degrading. So I feel like they're very careful. Like you're very careful what you say and just like being like kind of sensitive in a sense. Um, And just like who you surround yourself with. And also like, since I do have Instagram, what I like is the algorithm because on my page, it's a lot of, well, SpongeBob memes, but also (laughs) I like to look at like (laughs) Christian like quotes and like different uplifting quotes too. And I feel, and like K-pop stuff, because I look at those too. So I feel like that's also good to have because instead of putting random stuff in my face, that's like either inappropriate or just violence or something like that. Instead, I'm seeing like, I don't know, like, a sunshine so I think it makes a difference of like like what you put in is what you get out so you got to be careful of what goes into your mind and honestly what goes into your body too like you know you are what you eat is actually very true and it's the same sense with your brain so as you feed your brain is super important and that includes like not just like Instagram but like YouTube what you're reading who you're talking to it's like everything is it's just important to like like kind of reflect and see like okay if I'm feeling bad is it like it might not just be because of that grade or something maybe it's because I've literally been reading like something really sad or something because like back in sophomore year at that time I was reading a book called the atlas of depression and that was not helping (laughs) so I don't recommend that it was a good book though um but yeah so just being careful what you put into your mind basically no I totally agree with that I mean 
I feel like you hear adults all the time are like, oh, um, like, uh, be, like, watch what your kids are watching, like, be aware. But I, I do think that it holds a lot. I mean, not just for kids, but also for adults, for people of every age. What you're reading and you're watching really does have a big effect subconsciously. And I'm not saying, because mm-hmm. especially right now, I mean, it's so important to be informed about what's going on in the world. And oftentimes what's mm-hmm. going on in the world is not um, all sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> yeah. But I think that there's a way to have balance. Like, um, mm-hmm. I think there, there, I mean, it goes back to the thing of like, you can't always pour out from a place that you don't have anything like left, you know? Right. So mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to make change in the world if you are drained and exhausted. I'm not saying ignore what's going on at all. But I'm saying you need to also check in with yourself and be like, when do I need to step back? Because you can't affect any change mm-hmm. if you are just burned out and drained, you know? Um, right, and kind of, yeah. Yeah, and kind of just going into our, like, last little topic. So, again, kind of relating as you go into college, as you turn 18 this fall, um, adulthood, mm-hmm. like, what? how does that make <laughs> yes. you feel? I know both of us have a similar fear <laughs> kind of about getting older growing up. But um, yeah. what, what does adulthood really mean to you? And what have you kind of like learned as you've gotten into like, yeah, like getting close to reaching quote unquote adulthood? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I mean, you can be 18 and like you're mentally you're not an adult, you know, like Absolutely. we all know this. Um, so um, I don't know. I just, <laughs> well, my number one thing is don't gossip. <laughs> like I know that's such a basic thing and such a high school type-esque like thing. But really, just like like my mom says all the time, you know, um, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. And not just because it will hurt that person, but it will also come back to you. And just like being like, I think it's important to actually put yourself in the other person's shoes and a different perspective. And just like being kind of more mindful of other people, I think is important, not just about yourself, because yes, you have yourself first. But also be careful what you do to the people around you as well. Like, just like even what you say, what you post or whatever can affect so many things. Um, and also just, I mean, yeah, I try to be a positive person as much as possible because laughing is like the funnest thing ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's just the best thing ever. Like, I just, I wish you could just laugh all day. But, um, and just smiling because it helps relax your body too. Um, and just laughter is such, such a beautiful sound. So I think laughing more, the world needs more laughter. Um, and just, I don't know, like, not necessarily like because positivity does not equal like everything's okay it just means that you're changing your perspective on things on life you know and I mean of course there's some things that are just horrible and like that doesn't mean you're just like all smiling and rainbows like no that's not what I mean but it's like it's about how you like after you find something out how you react to it you know Mm -hmm. or how if someone tells you something how you like respond to them so just like you know trying your best in the world because, you know, again, like, this is my senior quote, but you only have one life to live, so why not live it? Because you never know what could happen, and just, you know, happiness is very important, and it's very beautiful on people, so just, you know, continue to be you, and strive to be your best that you can be, so yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think that's so lovely, and I think, um, kind of going back to, like, the adult aspect of things, like, 
there's so many ways that you can be like, oh, like this person's a legal adult, you know, it's like, but I think mm-hmm. that um, adults are, I, I always say that kind of like adults are kind of children who are a little bit older, like they're still learning. Yeah. And like they're still learning, they're still growing. And those lessons that you said are something that I think we will continue to like learn over and over. Because I think um, for me, one thing that I really think about all the time right now, because I've just had so many of like these same things pop up in my life is life will keep giving you the same lessons until you really learn it. And so I think that for me, hearing you say that, I think that you've already done such a good job of like learning these lessons that I think a lot of us are (laughs) working on learning. And I think that it goes to show you that age is really just a number and just because you're becoming a quote-unquote adult and just because that's scary um and all of that it doesn't mean that you are any less experienced um than someone else Mm -hmm. it really it really is just all circumstantial um and so yeah I I just want to say thank you so much for being on today thanks (laughs) no yeah I'm excited this was really fun so yeah, and guys, Treasure is really one of the loveliest people. You can plug your Instagram really quick. Go check her out. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, my Instagram is Treasure E O two. So yeah. Yeah. Just like talk to me, guys. Yeah. No, seriously, she's like the most welcoming person. If you need community, go talk to her. I promise you, she is so devoted oh, to friendships. <laughs> um, and yeah, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. And thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you.